0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm your host, Luke Pajari. Check out our content at daily49er.com, where you can read campus and Long Beach-related news, sports, arts and life, opinions, as well as multimedia content, including more podcasts, videos, and photo galleries. Thanks to Long Beach Transit for sponsoring this episode of Beach Weekly. It might not be quite your turn to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but it is your turn to help a loved one sign up online. Because you're the tech genius of the family, Long Beach Transit has resources to connect you with the vaccine plan. Visit ridelbt.com vaccine for more. This is your one and only podcast source for all things Long Beach State. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week's news roundup. Stay tuned afterwards for this week's Story Spotlight, where Arts and Life editor Paris Barraza shares details regarding her story about writer and fitness coach Chrissy King. Long Beach State Baseball visited University of the Pacific this past weekend for a series of three games. Friday's game ended in a 3-2 win for the Dirtbags. On Saturday, the Dirtbags lost, resulting in a 17-12 final score. On Sunday, though, the Dirtbags blew it out of the park with a 28-10 win. For the third week in a row, Long Beach State softball swept their opponents in this past weekend series against UC Santa Barbara. This marks an 11-game winning streak for the team. Friday's game ended in a 7-3 win for the Beach. Saturday's doubleheader brought the Beach an 8-2 win and a close 5-4 win. And on Sunday, the Beach won 11-3. Long Beach State men's basketball is about to get some new talent as West Texas A&M guard Joel Murray will join the roster for the 2021-2022 through 2022 season. The 6-foot junior announced his commitment to the Beach on April 7th. After leading his previous team to a third straight championship, Murray was named MVP for the Lone Star Conference. Murray has two remaining seasons of eligibility. Long Beach State finished with a 6-12 overall record last season and fell to UC Santa Barbara in the second round of the Big West Tournament. Murray's experience and scoring resume makes up for the lost talent after this season, as many of the team's top scorers are graduating. According to the University Athletic Department, people are now allowed to attend games in person for the first time in over a year. Since Long Beach is in the orange tier of the state's blueprint for a safer economy, the school is permitted to have up to 33% of full capacity in its arenas provided that there are individual pods separating each household by six feet. Families of student-athletes will be given first priority, followed by Beach Athletic Fund donors who have season tickets for either 2019 or 2020. Long Beach State's commencement team announced in an email Thursday that graduates will be able to participate in the procession during next month's ceremony. However, their names will not be announced inside Agile Stadium due to time constraints. Those with guest tickets are strongly encouraged to take their seats upon arrival to view the procession which will be displayed on the jumbo screens for guests to enjoy. Graduates will digitally receive their three ceremony tickets, one for themselves and two for guests, and two parking passes by mid-May. Additionally, a digital grad pass can be used to activate name reading and the grad slide display at the graduate recognition stages. Customizable grad slides, complete with a photo and quote, are due by May 1st. The Associated Students, Inc. Senate proposed a resolution on Wednesday that pushes to reallocate funds from Long Beach State's University Police Department towards counseling and psychological services in an effort to find alternative ways to increase campus safety. The resolution was approved for its first reading, and ASI senators maintained that moving forward, they will continue to clarify the logistics behind how much money will be reallocated to counseling and psychological services. Long Beach's famous lifeguard tower that burned in a fire last month is planned to be replaced. Marine Safety Chief for the Long Beach Fire Department, Gonzalo Medina, said that the new tower will cost around $55,000 and be covered through the city's Tidelands Operating Fund. Industrial Design Research will be building the replacement tower for the city. Though the construction process normally takes between six and eight months, this tower is likely to be finished by mid-May, just in time for the annual Pride Festival.
1: Last week on April 13th, I had the pleasure of attending the Associated Student Inc.'s Finding Freedom Beyond Fitness event with writer, speaker, and fitness and strength coach, Chrissy King. The event was part of ASI's Love Your Body Week, which is pretty self-explanatory in the title, but it's something so hard to actually do. And for those unfamiliar with Chrissy King, she has built a career around body positivity, but it's beyond that. It's actually body liberation. In fact, she's the founder of the Body Liberation Project, which is about teaching people that, quote, we are inherently worthy because we exist, not because of what we look like. And the goal of body liberation, Chrissy said, is to understand that at our core, we are much more than our bodies. And so instead of being negative towards our bodies, we should focus on showing our bodies more compassion, gratitude, and love. But something I really appreciated was how honest Chrissy was about her struggle with her body image from childhood well into her adult years. And she was honest in that she'll still have negative thoughts about it. But it's all about working through that and really trying to prioritize your health, physical and mental health. Getting there means stopping with the comparisons of how you look and how someone else looks. And likewise, taking pleasure in eating food and celebrating that everyone's body looks different.
2: The reality is that I think most of us have probably had experiences of not feeling good enough, not feeling like we're enough, particularly as it pertains to our bodies. And when we think about this concept of body image, body image really is a combination of how we think about our bodies, the messages receive from other people in relation to our bodies, experiences that we've had previously when people told us or made us believe something was wrong with us, and we put all those things together that forms how we feel about ourselves, that forms our experience with body image. And when we think about body image and why so many of us have a negative relationship with body image, a lot of that comes back to diet culture. Because diet culture is invested in telling us that we aren't enough and that we need something outside of ourselves to be worthy and deserving of love. When people can convince us that there's something wrong with us and that they have the answer or the solution, or that all of our problems are going to be resolved on the other side of fat loss or weight loss, right? I know I've been guilty of this, and maybe some of you have too. I've definitely been guilty of thinking like, wow, if I just lost a few pounds or if I just was in a smaller body, I'd be able to wear clothes that I really like, or I would be in a different relationship where more people would pay attention to me. There's this idea that on the other side of fat loss, all of the wonderful things that we want in life are waiting for us. And I want to tell you from personal experience that on the other side of fat loss, you are the same person that you are now, will have the same issues. And so if we don't work to fix and repair our relationship with our bodies, you'll be just like me, right? You'll be a person who lost all this weight and had the outward appearance of a person who's in great shape, right, by traditional standards. And I was still super unhappy, unhappier than I was when I was in a larger body. And the number three is love. And I already said this, but we are the only person that we spend every moment of every day with in our lives. So that means our relationship with ourselves is the most important relationship that we will ever have in life. So how are we showing ourselves love? How are we falling more deeply in love with ourselves every day? And when we think about showing love to ourselves, I always again go back to your love languages. How do you like other people to show you love? What makes you feel appreciated from other people? But you can do those same things for ourselves. It is so important that we nourish that relationship with ourselves and that we show each other, that we show ourselves love and a gratitude and a compassion. And those are the first things that we can do to start to work towards body liberation. Falling in love with yourself is really the greatest love story of all time. And I say that and I mean it wholeheartedly. It really, really is. All the things that we're seeking external validation from, we have within ourselves. So I really encourage us all to make it a daily practice to fall more deeply in love with ourselves because it really is the greatest love story of all time.
0: Here's a new tab to open up next to your 8 a.m. Zoom lecture. RideLBT.com slash vaccine. Discover resources you can use to help a not so tech savvy loved one sign up for the COVID 19 vaccine when it's their turn. It's another way Long Beach Transit is moving you through. That's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beach Weekly. This is your host, Luke Pajari, signing off. Take care, guys.